You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Well, hello again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. It is Friday, the last Friday of August, August the 30th, 2019. This is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I am your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us as usual on this pre-holiday weekend Friday is Eric Sprott himself. Eric, good morning. Hey, good morning, Craig. Yeah, we got to go through a three-day weekend with no excitement, no markets open. Oh, my God, it's going to be hard to take. I know. For addicts like us, checking prices 100 times a day, uh, having that three-day weekend is tough. Hey, uh, and it is almost September, so before we get started, people always remember that uh, September is a big month at Sprott Money, and it's a big month for Eric's favorite pick. So please come by Sprott Money you don't even have to wait till September. Eric's pick of the month is the beautiful gold maple leaf, gold round. I mean, if you don't have any of these, you got to get some. And you can get them from Sprott Money for as low as $36.99 U.S. over spot. Call us at 888-861-0775. Or, of course, just visit SprottMoney.com to find out more. Eric, I get, but you got a few of those gold maples banging around in your pocket right now. Uh, we always have a few gold maples hanging around, and uh, I, I, I can tell the story that there was a time when the uh, Royal Canadian Mint phoned me a number of years ago and said, hey, Eric, you've got all these big 400-ounce bars here, and uh, the mint's not doing much. Uh, can you keep us busy for a couple of weeks and convert your bars to coins, which I did? Uh, so, yeah, I, do I have a few coins? Yeah, i got a few coins. <laughs> I love them, and everyone should have some, by the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, please check it out. That is the pick of the month. Uh, Eric, the pick of the month might actually even be silver too. We're having a, a really solid week again in silver. Gold, as we speak, is unchanged, but hey, who's going to complain at 1538? But silver is up $1.10 on the week. Now uh, 1851 as we speak, looking to like it's on its way to 20. What do you think this morning? Well, I think the three most important things in the precious metals markets are silver, silver, and silver. And I've been on this bend for a little while, and uh, I don't. If people watch, I've been a very busy guy in the silver space. There's hardly a day goes by that I don't invest something in some silver uh, mine, some silver ore body. Uh, it's just, in my mind, the place to be. And here's why I get particularly excited by it. I'm looking at the physicalness of what's going on in the silver market. And I know you have lots of data and I have some data. The important data to me is we've put 130 million ounces of silver into the ETFs. Now, 130, that's in about, let's say, uh, two months. Let's use three months, three months. So if you annualize that, that's uh, over 500 million ounces of silver. We produce a billion we're supposed to use only 30% of that at most for investment. That's 300 million. The SLVs are collecting 500 million, theoretically, or on an annualized basis. That's just the ETS. Goodness knows I see coin sales are exploding. For example, Sprott Money's sales are up like 500%. I've heard of other guys that have had huge numbers of silver eagles that are selling. We have the short position in the COMEX keeps going up. The short position on the Shanghai Futures Exchange, which people should watch, by the way, shfe.com, uh, to uh, see what's going on over there. These short positions are massive. It's something like 650 million ounces of open interest in China. We have uh, 1.2 billion, pushing 1.3 billion ounces. 
open interest, i.e. short on the COMEX, short. How'd you like to be short that amount of silver with, with what's going on here? I fully expect that we're going to see a force majeure on the COMEX as the price of silver starts to really move here. And the price of silver will start moving the minute people realize they're mathematically has to be a shortage okay you just can't keep up this intensity of buying uh, without there being a shortage and is the buying going to abate well you tell me whether negative interest rates will get more and more bonds in the loop going forward because if you keep getting more and more things with negative interest rates more and more people have to look at where do i allocate money the paradigm shift that ray dalio referred to and you need so little of people to decide to make a change. Precious metals are one half of one percent of financial assets. One half of one. Whatever guy says, I'm going to put ten percent in silver. So these things—they're all pointing to uh, very dramatic happenings in the silver market. Um, the uh, technical traders, people that I referred to back on May 31st, when this whole thing really started going, and we nailed it almost to the day. Uh, are suggesting that uh, silver will kind of hold in here around 18 and then sort of mid to late month September really put on a drive. Uh, their targets are, and wait for this now, 35 to 40. Do you know how much silver stocks go up when you go from $15 to 40? Yeah. 15 to 40? We're talking, yeah, it could be up a thousand percent. Where do you get to make a thousand percent? These opportunities don't present themselves. And by the way, even for you and I, how about the UE index is already up 50% in the last three months? What did you make in the last year? We all made 50% in the yeah. last three months. Well, thank you very much. How, t how difficult was it? You know what? It was as easy as one, two, three. And uh, we got targets on gold in the 2000s. We got targets on silver of 40. The gains are going to be so outsized, it's ridiculous. Just a couple other logs on that fire, Eric. Uh, one, you mentioned all this pickup and demand. I'm looking forward to seeing India's silver imports because they are the kings of the substitution effect. Yeah, always. Yeah, if gold they think is too expensive, they start rolling into silver. You can only imagine how that might distort things um, in, in that demand category in the weeks ahead. And then let me hit, lay this one on you. The September silver COMEX contract went off the board yesterday. It's trading what we call first notice today. The amount of September silver contracts is by far the most standing for delivery uh, in a, well, at least all year. Going back, I'd have to check how far, a couple of years. But over about 35 million ounces standing for delivery. And in the first delivery night yesterday, there were nearly 5,000 contracts posted and made delivery of remarkable amount and i think is indicative of eh, something going on beneath the surface well uh it's interesting that uh, five thousand contract contracts is 25 million ounces okay and and again i mean we just talked about the etf well what about the comex what if the comex says 25 million a month you know there's another right. 300 million there's another 30 percent the same as the uh, the the etfs would would be uh I mean, there's no room for it in silver. Silver is used industrially. The amount that's available for investment is is probably 25 to 30 percent of all that's produced. 
I would further point out is one thing anyone can watch is look at the dollar value of trading in GLD versus SLD. And of course, my big thing about silver, uh, silver in the worst crust is 12 to 1. Uh, silver in production today is 10 to 1. Uh, silver as a currency was 15 to 1. Now, wait for this number. The purchasing of SLV versus GLD was something like 3 to 1 yesterday. $3 into gold as versus $1 into silver. How can the price be 80, 84 yeah. to 1? Yeah. That ain't going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so many things pointing to the fact that we should be going back to 15 to 1 silver. Well, yeah. 15 to 1, that means it goes up by 500% even if gold stays steady state. That, that's the beauty of silver here. And, of course, all the physical data and all the trading data, everything is supporting that thesis. And, you know, the technical traders guys uh, are suggesting this big target. They've been very, very good. So uh, lots to uh, expect in the future here. Eric, uh, just one more ETF question. You mentioned the GLD. Uh, as we look at gold, it's rather interesting over the last just uh, seven or eight, nine trading days, going back to Monday the 19th, the GLD has added what they say is 37 metric tons of gold to their inventory. Now, that was one of the questions that we had this week, too. Somebody sent in just said, hey, do you think GLD actually has all the physical gold they say they have? Uh, how about comments on all of that demand and then your comments on that question? Yeah. Well, first of all, let's deal with the demand. So that's roughly five tons a day. You know, you got 250 trading days at uh, 1,250 tons a year. I mean, that in itself would represent about 30% of the gold supply, uh, which last year, 18, it was probably negative. Right. It was probably took money out of a GLD. I think they might, or tons out, they might have taken two or 300 tons out. Well, how can you have one party go from, Taking two hundred out to to putting having to put twelve hundred and fourteen hundred ton change in a four thousand ton market, and the price doesn't go up. Now that's ridiculous. The price has to go up, and you know what? They're going to be in fumes trying to find the gold because there's lots of other ways that people buy gold as well. They buy the gold coins. Uh, there's more, more than GLD. My God, I mean, think of what must be going on in China. They they got a billion people over there, all of whom start off by loving gold. And the Indians have over a billion who start off by loving gold and silver. So, wow, what would the numbers be in, in universally? They'd just be crazy. Uh, now, whether or not the GLD has the gold, uh, I, I, I do believe that under their mandate, they can accept from one of the participants of the guy says, yeah, we'll sell you that now. When he's going to deliver it right. is a whole other point. Okay, we got a contract saying you sold it to me, but have you delivered it to me? That's the real uh, critical item. And it's, it's, we've been there before where, you know, we can see signs of stress on the physical side of things. And then somehow, you know, they 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 bought the uh, come out of these markets uh, intentionally. In fact, there was a, uh, an increase in the silver uh, margin this week. Hasn't stopped silver. And, and think of the losses that are taking place here. We got guys that are short $100 billion worth of gold that are down 25%. Well, that's only $25 billion. We got guys that are short, um, what are we talking about, $20 billion worth of silver. They're down 25%. That's another $5 billion. Hey, when do you cry, Uncle? 
when do you cry uncle yeah yeah very good point. Hey, and I, and I do want to get into a couple of specific names this week because uh, we've got another list, but time is getting a little short. But I also wanted to ask you, though, about some of the economic data. Uh, it was kind of a, a short week for that, but we did see some stuff today about especially personal income in the U.S. is falling off a cliff. It was expected to be up four-tenths of a percent. It was up one-tenth of a percent. Anything else catching your eye before you know next week we'll get into the employment report and all that jazz? Well, let me just go to personal income. As you know, in the last jobs report, everyone talked about how wages were, whatever the number was, 0.2, 0.3. I said, yeah, but the hours worked were down, okay? And the sum total of the report was income was lower, okay? And how about this one? How about year over year? How much interest income is the consumer getting right. on his negative yielding bonds and all that crap, you know? So this... The fact that there's no interest to be earned anymore by people, investors, has an impact on income. And that's not getting any better. So, you know, and it's a bit of a problem when they spend 0.6% and their income goes up 0.1%. They must be borrowing the money. And, of course, then it's just you're in the deep hole that you never get out of. And one one other data point I'll talk about, car sales in India. India, uh, an economy that's supposedly growing 5 or 6% a year. Their car sales were down 36% oh, in July. Oh, That's a head-scratcher, baby. I can't figure that out, and if somebody else can, you tell me, okay? That's a big decline. Wow. Wow, yeah. It is not just a U.S. phenomenon. Yet the EU already seems to be in recession, and the U.S. may be there as well. Uh, all right, everybody listening, we always appreciate the feedback, and we get kind of a laundry list every week of names. Uh, people want to know Eric's thoughts on... Uh, certain miners, big and small. I, I can assure everybody listening, we discuss all of them before we begin to record. But w- if Eric doesn't have an opinion, if it's not one that he knows about, uh, we just leave it off the list because uh, we're already using too much time. We're already 14 minutes into this call. So he looked at it. If we don't address your specific name you sent in, it's just simply because Eric doesn't have an opinion at this time. So Eric, I've got a couple names for you, though, that I want to make sure we talk about. Somebody wrote in and asked about American Creek Resources. Sure. American Creek owns 20% of the Treaty Creek ore body. They're carried. They're the same. They have the same interest as Teuton. Tudor has the 60%, but has to fund all exploration. I've actually participated in a couple of issues in that company recently. Uh, I'm basically trying to get into Treaty Creek. I'm hoping they come up with a 10 to 20 million ounce ore body. The drilling has been very good so far. Uh, fingers crossed on uh, subsequent results. Somebody said GT Gold Corp uh, has a big well, owner in uh, sure. New- by Newmont. Yeah. Now, uh, I'm familiar with GT. I'm not in GT, but I think GT, of course, is in the Golden Triangle of BC. They've had good results. It kind of got away from me last year. I don't like to chase them. Uh, you know, I'm in the business of stealing here. So I want to buy them when the, the market's not kind of focused on them, but the market is focused on them. And I think they've done very well. Could you give us an update on RNX Royal Nickel? It uh, yeah. they had that gigantic boulder of a knuckin, and then not much has happened yeah. since. Yeah, well, a lot's happened. They've had all sorts of stock issues, and um, I kind of, as the listeners know, I didn't really like the fact that they committed to fifty million dollar purchase of a mill when they didn't have the money. And of course now, of course they got to raise the money, and they had announced an issue this week at forty cents a share. Uh, like I don't know why they they wasted the fifty million on the mill. It was way too early for that. They should have 
preserved their cash and kept mining. And uh, but I still I'm a great believer in the the ore body. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how the whole mill thing plays out. I'm even though I'm a big owner, I'm in terms of participating in things. I'm sitting on the sidelines. All right. How about a company called Nighthawk? Uh, Nighthawk is a company that I have a small investment in. Uh, they've had very good drilling. Uh, looks exciting. Uh, we just have to go release by release. Uh, hopefully, they'll come out with uh, some more interesting results. Couple more to go. How about Discovery Metals? You know anything about them? Sure, sure. I know about Discovery Metals. Well, you know, it's interesting. When I got on the silver uh, train, I looked around for well, who's got the largest ore body? Oh, there's a company called Levon Resources that I've never heard of that had ostensibly a billion ounce of resources, a silver equivalent. And it was trading at like 10 million market caps. It's fine. I want to own 20% of that company. Hmm. And, uh, but then I realized that Discovery Metals already had a takeover bid in place for Levon. So I went to Discovery and said, I want to buy, would like to buy 20% of you. And when you acquire Levon, I'd like to be kept at 20%. So I own 20% of Discovery Metals, big silver. Uh, imagine where it would be. I always like to think, and I'd say, you got a billion ounces at fifteen dollars is worth it's fifteen billion of metal at uh, at forty dollars it's forty billion of yeah. metal that was trading at ten million dollars. Fine, sign me up. Somebody had written in last week about um, uh, Kirkland Lake had a little trouble in the last quarter uh, due to the rainy season or some water issues down yeah. in Australia. And somebody yeah. said, you know, that you often see this in uh, companies. You know these. Once you become a major, maybe your production starts to slow down. Can you address the specifics there? <laughs> sure. Well, the water problem was at the Macassar Mine in Ontario, uh, and uh, it, it all of us there was so much rain. All of a sudden, you get an influx of water into the mine. It's an underground mine, and you don't have the pumping capacity installed to get rid of the water. So, of course, it's a huge effort to bring in more pumping capacity because you had this excess uh, rainfall, and ultimately. It's under control. I think they said in their conference call it was under control by the end of the second quarter. I think the inference was made that we're back to normal in terms of production on the production call. Uh, so I suspect they'll have a, a good quarter at Macassa this year. Uh, of course, we're looking for better things out of Fosterville. And, of course, the other thing we're still waiting for is some kind of indication on one of two fronts, either the Fosterville front or on the Macassa front, that they're on to something big in terms of new gold discoveries. And uh, Macassa, I feel actually more certain of today because they're already on the amalgamated break with good results, and hopefully they'll push that out. And, of course, it could be huge. It could be equivalent to the whole 04 main break, which was 25-odd million ounces, if it has the same kind of characteristics and is looking pretty good so far. Down in Australia, of course, we're looking for the next Fosterville. They haven't reported that they found it yet, but... They geologically feel pretty comfortable about what they're finding so far. Sounds good. And I can tell you what else sounds good. Buying more physical precious metal. I think Eric's made a pretty compelling case uh, for gold and silver this week. Well, Sprott Money's here to help. you got to store that stuff someplace too. So open a storage account with Sprott Money to store and secure your precious metals. You can store precious metal at any one of our six global locations 
Sign up for Sprott Money International Storage and also receive exclusive deals from us. So give us a buzz, 888-861-0775, or of course, go to SprottMoney.com for more details. Hey, thank you for a, a great week, and um, we'll talk to you next week. Looking forward to it. It uh, could be very exciting. You know, we're expecting a little quietness uh, this week in, uh, in the precious metal, but get yourself ready for things happening big time here uh, as we approach the end of September. Don't wait around. These yeah. things are not easy to buy. So. Yeah, three-day weekend this week. We got employment data at the end of next right. week, and then the next Fed meeting coming up two weeks from next Wednesday. So it's going to get busy. You're right. Okay, Craig. You have a good one. All right, you too, Eric. And from all of us, it's Brought Money News. It's BroughtMoney.com. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next Friday. <laughs>